It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Anyway, I saw this tweet. Uh, so some of the players are speaking now. Greg Newsom was talking, Joel Batonio. Let it out. It's not your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Speak. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. John Johnson. Listen to this comment from John Johnson. There you go. Uh, I'm reading Hayden Grove's tweet. Okay. John Johnson said that in his exit, exit interviews, his biggest thing was that the entire building needs a sense of urgency. Felt that was lacking. Said he hopes a new coordinator will help bring a spark. That speaks to exactly what we've been talking about yes. all year that we thought we were seeing with our eyes. There's there's just no leadership at well, the top. There's no fire in there. The problem is, if you're going to have a head coach who's a, who's a chill head coach, then you got to have a defensive coordinator Good cop, who's, bad cop. A, who's like a crazy guy. you got to have one or the other. Do you have a name for us? I like I got Ryan Flores. Names. I know you're anti-Patriot guy, and yeah. I am too. But I'm only anti-Patriot guy for head coaches, okay. not for coordinators. And you know what? I, I would not be against Flores. Yeah. I now, know my knee-jerk reaction was yes, right. but because of the success he had in Miami, because of his unceremonious dumping, right? Um, I think we might be onto something with Flores. Now I. Got Where about, are you guys? Uh, listen, I would take Flores today if they're going to have him, uh, but he's going to be highly sought after. I think he will. He's he's one of the names that people going to yeah. want to get out there. Now, I got some names. I like this this Averro guy. He's the uh, defense. He's, he led Denver. And for anyone who doesn't know, I no Bush, I'm, I'm with him. They're, he, this is his first year as a defensive coordinator. Broncos defense was phenomenal this year. Their offense yeah. was abysmal. That's well, he wasn't the so D.C., bad. though. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. was. Oh, he's the DC. He's yeah, the DC. first yes. year. So how can first, he go to the Brown? Oh, because he got coach got fired. First, yeah. first in points fired. allowed. Second in yards and second in, in EPA. And that's what getting no help from the. He could get the he could get the head coach Bradley job Chubb there because mid-season. I don't think Peyton's going to take that job. I don't. If I'm Sean Payton, I'm not going anywhere no. near that job. Unless you're convinced you can turn around Russell Wilson. And, and, and I didn't see anything. I doubt that. What I what I like about what he said, McVay said he's incredibly smart, intelligent, great disposition, great demeanor. Um, he knows how to connect with all types of guys, knows how to be able to help them reach their highest potential. He's an absolute stud. You know, everybody, you guys kind of rolled your eyes at Quentin Mayo a little bit. but what No, Gerard. Uh, Gerard Mayo, yeah. not Quentin Mayo. But a lot of people are like, – he, he was really the defensive coordinator for the Patriots this year. Just Belichick didn't give him the title because Belichick does all this weird stuff. Well, I thought Steve was his defensive coordinator. Well – I guess they did it together. And here's the thing I've learned through the years. Yeah. I don't care who is called the D.C. Bill's right. the D.C. That's true. That's fair. But a lot of people like that I respect, you know, football guys, are all saying they, they think he's an up-and-coming great. Yeah, but player. I can go back and pull quotes from you. Of course, sure. That will tell you all about all Every of these Patriot coordinators guy. that went on to fail miserably. Yes. His coaching tree is bare. There's no bark on the no, tree. There's, there's no fruit. There's no leaves. There's nothing. What it's about a bunch Lovey of sticks? No. I mean, okay, if you want to judge his entire no. career, fail. No, 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 no. no, no. What have... about Lovey Smith for the Browns? No, no, absolutely not. I don't want him. We're down on Lovey. Absolutely you know what? Not. I'm going to throw a name out there, and I know it's going to get great reaction. But I'm serious. Don't say Greg Williams. Greg Williams. No. Sorry. Yeah. I'm about results. 
Yeah, but the guy's an ass kicker. Yeah, but if you look there at was him. there was a thread through the building when he was there of nastiness, of just being dogs. Healthy fear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you look at his history, everybody I thought, always thought he was overhyped. His defenses were always kind of mediocre everywhere he was. If I, I just don't think he's that good. I got. He didn't even have a job this year. Was he even in the league? I don't think so. I got two. Go but ahead. I'll take him back. Uh, Jim Schwartz, which doesn't it's really. another uh, Belichick guy. Jim, I know. Jim and Schwartz a, doesn't make me feel excited in the way that the other guys do. I mean, he was with the Titans um, this year. But I'm going to tell you, Mike Zimmer. Well, I've mentioned Mike Zimmer for a while now. I'm, Mike Zimmer. What is he going to do, though, now? He's, he's, they told me, I've heard. that Isn't he at Jackson? St- or, he, uh, he, he's at Colorado. Colorado. But he's a special assistant. He's not like the D coordinator. And people thought he was going to come to take the defensive coordinator position. He's not going to do that, which means I don't know if he wants that workload. Right. right? What about the hierarchy where Zimmer was once Stefanski's boss? That's and now Stefanski would be Zimmer's boss. That, that listen, that means they should be able to work together real good. Give me the name of one of your subordinate subordinates when you were a manager at your previous job. Uh, who is it? Roscoe. By the way, the Cardinals uh, have officially fired Kingsbury. Yeah, that's not true. Um, I got two more names for you guys. By the way, I see what you're saying. There yeah, now can you go Jack. work for him if he's the, at another company? He says, "Hey, G. Bush, come be my guy." Yeah. That's tough, bro. It's you got to bury that ego. That's, that's a, that's and this good, is a business that's. That is that is a thing. Now, if he's older, there's a guy on here, uh, uh, Coach Eric Washington. He actually was my defensive line coach, in, at, at Ohio University. Where did he play? He he was went, he with the Buccaneers? Did he play in the NFL? No, he didn't. Okay. He coached under uh, Eddie Robinson and Grambling. Oh, okay. That's where he got to start. Then he left there, went to the Chicago Bears as defensive line coach. Then he was the uh, defensive coordinator during the year where they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, for the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Now he's a special assistant. Um, I believe he's with. See where he's at. He he's actually. Oh, he's with the Buffalo Bills now. He's been oh. there since 2020. As 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 a uh, senior defensive assistant, defensive line coach so under Leslie next, Frazier. So he would be a guy that the the progression would make sense if he yes. was to get a DC job. Yeah. Um, so our names. Black Monday so far we've got two coaches. Well, really. I, I don't Bobby know. Smith I, was last night. Yeah, I, I, everybody knew that was coming too. But that's we're at two postseason, right? After the season ending, N- normally that number is seven, between seven and eight. But we still there's more coaches that get fired during the season now. So Black Monday is it's exactly, happened. Exactly yeah, the same. Hey, two more names to add to the defensive coordinator list of candidates: Jim Leonard. Yeah. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah, I, I like that. Oh, no, you meant okay. Yeah. Love that. But Jim Leonard's only coached in – I know he played in the NFL, but yeah, he's, he's only coached in college. Yeah, that's it. And the other one, and this is a long shot. I don't think he would come to Cleveland, but D'Amico Ryan's the D.C. of the 49ers who's interviewing for head coaches. Yeah, he's not and coming here as a D.C. the only reason I would even put him on the wish list is because if he looks at the situation as his potential interim into full-time head coaching position with Stefanski in the hot seat, because that's certainly not happening with – Shanahan would you be? Would you guys be opposed to naming the new DC the associate head coach? If it's going to get a good guy, absolutely. So not. that might be a situation where yes. if you tell D'Amico you're coming and you're the associate head coach, that gives him the, the the peace of mind that if if they do pivot from Stefanski, yeah, he's in line. The only thing I'll say is I think he might be in line for a head coaching job. He probably is. I mean, I there's, five, he there's is. five openings right now. Yeah. I, I mean, their defense, their 
It's incredible <coughs> where they are. So everybody talks about the important of the importance of quarterback. Right. Well, look at what the Niners have done at quarterback this year. Nothing. They've had three different guys. Yeah. None of them are life changers. Man. And here they are. Are they the one seed or the two, the in, two. The, in the West? The two. They, they finished behind Philly. Yes. Yeah. Now, they're doing it with an all-time great defense. But remember, if you take a look at the, where the Niners are mm-hmm. and where the Browns were when the season started, there's not a whole lot of difference there. We yeah. thought our defense would be a top five defense. We did defense. the topic. Which roster is more talented? Right. We did. Yeah. Well, and there we... were guys on that Browns defense that said, we're not, we're not going to be a top five. We're going to be the best defense. Mm-hmm. So the similarities between the 49ers season and the Browns season are really, really stuck. I, I would it's say, the though, stir, it, we, the stirs the drink. we were wrong. The 49ers roster minus quarterback is is one of the best in the NFL. It's better. But than coming the into this season, we all sat here and I, said we were all wrong and being biased. I think. I, I, mm, I yeah, I think no, so. G. Mm-hmm. No, well, not to mention they acquired no. Christian McCaffrey. That's well, a pretty well, that that's a huge. They got get. they got Christian McCaffrey. We've got we've got <coughs> we've got the Nick Chubb. Yeah, but he's not as he's it, not the all-around player that McCaffrey is in the passing game. No, but he's. But Nick Chubb was better than Christian McCaffrey this year. He's been better than him the last three years. He could have got 2,000 yards this year. Yeah, but he, that's because McCaffrey's been hurt. But when McCaffrey's healthy, when, he's, when a, Nick, he's, a, he's a factor in the passing game, which Nick Chubb is not well, really. Nick Chubb does not get to rock. Let's just be clear. He, he was third in carries, G. Hey, he got the rock. Did he finish third at the end of the year? Yes. Here's, he finished even third. after yesterday? Because I thought he would drop here, with only Here's, well here's what I'm saying. To me, if you poll the people in the, in the league, yeah. Who's better, Nick Chubb or Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, Chubb's Chubb's Nick that. Chubb is going to win. I don't know about yeah. that. I, I, I yeah. guarantee he's going to win. I mean, there's that. no question that McCaffrey's got better more, more diverse. So, so you got Debo Samuel. They got a better tight end. <clears throat> they got a better tight end. But here's the thing. Well, I mean, if you look at it, if it's the pay structure for these tight ends, same difference. I hear you, but and George Joku's, Kittle, when healthy, is a lot better than David Njoku. Well, which is why I said they gave him too much money agreed, when they paid him. I agreed with you. And he didn't really, they, I mean, he was oh, pretty good. They got Trent Williams. You, they got Trent Williams. You got Joe Batonio. Right. Uh, you, they got, They've Joe, got Bosa. Bosa we you got, got Garrett. Miles Garrett. Right. You, so, <clears throat> the pieces are comparable. I, Where gee, you, they top to bottom have a much better defense. No, you, we, yes, can't, we, we, we can't We did not sit no. here before the season. I know that. that. We were wrong. We, were, we don't know the Niners as well you, as we know you, the Niners. You, you know where you're losing that bad at? Shanahan Stefanski. By the way, Adidas is not just that. It's oh, not just that. It, it, Obviously, Shanahan's better. Is there, but it's not is, just is there a bigger I, gap I, in talent? Give me John gap Lynch too as our general manager. I think it, it's equal. It, I, so there, I think the gap in coaching for the Cleveland Browns. For, we just talked about D'Amico Ryan's. You talk about St- Shanahan and what he's able to do in the innovation and hit with a quarterback who's less than Jacoby Brissett. That's all you need to say. That's all. Well, you, who's less than Jacoby Brissett? This new dude who's in his name. Well, first of all, well, this not guy's just played, him. They Wait, started. Tr- they they they've well, gone through three on. quarterbacks this First year. First of all, Garoppolo's better than Jacoby Brissett. He is. We all okay. know. That. Yeah. This kid, we don't know what he is, but all we know is he's played great in the five games he's played. Uh, well, now well, he may be nothing. I don't know. Remember though, Garoppolo didn't even start the season. I know, but Trey Lance got hurt in the first game. Yeah, okay. but still, so, I mean, he wasn't their starting, starting quarterback, quarterback. No, 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 I when know they broke that. camp. No, I know that, but we're talking about. You said they 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 won with the worst quarterback. They didn't win with the worst quarterback because Garoppolo is better than Brissett. Who's yeah, but, but Watson is better than all of them, and we had him for so third of the season. But we had him for six games. That's a third of the season. I hear you, but Brock Purdy has played well. How many games he played? Testament to their coach. He played five games. Oh no! Five games. That's a lot of games in the Zill <laughs> You could go one and four and be the season to be over. Uh, sure. I, I, and, I, listen, I, obviously he's. 
he's a, I'm not debating that Stefanski's a better coach. Uh, obviously, Shanahan's a better coach. I'm just saying the 49ers are a more talented team. Here, I, minus quarterback. You know, when we I can't say. Yeah. And Aditi also said, guys, it's real close, and I, I might think, give the edge to I the think, Browns. I can't. Maybe, I she's a neutral observer. I, think I can't wrong. say that the, the 49ers have superior talent to the Browns. I can say this. Under the Browns under development, I don't know what I have with the Browns. I don't know what these <laughs> yeah. guys are, right? That's what I can honestly say. And so that's them. where a coach is so important. Right. Clearly in San Francisco, they were getting a the lot more value out of what they had. Out have. of a Brock Purdy, who was the biggest question mark, it, it, you know, going. Again, though, By the way, we don't Jay, know that he's not good. With Brock Purdy, yeah. and this is just throwing fuel to the fire real quick, he started six games for the 49ers this year, threw 13 touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we can't just say he stinks because he was a late draft pick. We're we not. Know. What we're no. saying is he was a nobody that was coached up you. to be a player that Niners helped them get the have had seed. other quarterbacks fill in for Garoppolo, and they've all stunk in the past. So it's not like he's done that with every quarterback. I, I mean, I don't know the others that filled in for Garoppolo. Who, who filled in for Garoppolo? Garoppolo's hurt every year. No, who filled in for? Nick Mullins. Nick, uh, yeah, exactly. Those guys like are all terrible. Bethard. Hell, Mullins played well when he was there. Look, no. look man. Look, man. He had some moments. Hey, listen, it ain't close. The the man, the man, Shannon. But well, let's be honest. None of us can name more than three players on the Niners' defense. So there's no way we can know who's got the better defense. No, but it's, well, you can, the one thing that you can look at, which is apples to apples, are just the points against, the rankings, and the 49ers have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Yes, but they, I think they're also more talented there. And, and coming we into the season, everyone on this panel thought that the Browns were going because to have we, one of the best defenses in the NFL. we were, but we deluded ourselves. Let's be honest. There's probably we some did. of that going on. The, the secondary underachieved, no doubt. Yeah. But the front seven was not that good, and we, we uh, thought it was better no, than No, 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 no. We, no, 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 we did not. I didn't say none of that. I said <laughs> you got two ball players and you need D tackles. I've never championed these D tackles. That's no, fair. Or backers. Seven. I said front seven. Or backers. None of them. I don't like none of them. I don't like you got two. Guys. Well, then we overrated the defense as a whole, knowing that no, the front seven wasn't guys, that good. We Let's thought My, we thought Miles Garrett was Superman, and yeah. he's supposed to make every tackle. Right. Biggest hole to fill for 2023. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, I actually think, as bad as D tackle is, I think it's speed wide receiver. I, I, wow, really? I, I actually yeah. think the are same you, those two. Are you talking about position? Biggest area of need for the Browns in the offseason. Oh, you got to show up that D-line. Yeah, not with them with you. That's awful. Now, I, you, it's a valid point. They have nobody that can take the top off this defense, Zero. and that's a problem. I mean, they need both of those but things. But they obviously. supposedly drafted a guy in Anthony Schwartz. No. Fail. He didn't do it. And Goodbye. by the way, when you know you make a mistake, you compound the mistake when you don't move on from mistake. Let me show and you Anthony also. Schwartz yeah. is Has to be gone. a mistake. Now. It was obvious before this season started he was a mistake. Move on from 100%. it. 100%. I know the media is going to be talking to Barry and Stefanski later this afternoon. If any media members that are going to be at this news conference are present, please, for the sake of all Cleveland fans, 
Please get to the bottom of this mystery. What the hell is Paul DePodesta's role in this franchise? What does he do? How much sway does he have? Is he, does he have input on the the actual offensive game plan? Yeah. Because I, A, I, I don't think he does. I know other people think he does. There are people I, that cover the league that thinks he absolutely I, does, I, I think and they a, think he has too much. I think there's an agenda within the league because he's an analytics guy and they don't like it, and, and they're, it was just like the baseball people were paranoid. I don't think he has anything to do with the game planning. However, the rest of that is completely fair, but they would never answer it. So it's going to be, you know, Pin I think them the down. obviously I, should be asked, bull, but they're not going to answer it. No, they probably won't. And yeah. I, I hope they answer it because it, it, let's transition to the one name. By the way, game. real quick. If yeah. Deep, now, I don't believe Deep Podesta is involved with the day-to-day of the game plan of the offense. If he is, this organization screwed and they have right. no chance. Um, I, I'm afraid that he is yeah. only because people that I respect <clears throat> and trust that cover the league tell me he is. And why? That's and, a disaster. And, and that is a disaster if it's yeah. true. And, and here's 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 my thing too, man. If I'm at the press conference and I'm sitting there, mm-hmm. I'd be pissed off because you didn't answer none of my questions all freaking year. If you can't answer my questions about the game plan, what happened? We got another one in front of us. We got to go out there and put our foot forward. I'm not about to sit here and have you patronize me <laughs> in front of this press conference at the end of the Is year. Is Jason at the press conference? Do we and, know? Ask That's something. At I would think what, so. That's the only hope. Because the rest of these guys, they're worried about losing their job. What do you, you do? That connection. What, what, what do you do? What do you guys do? Yeah. I've seen you do nothing. You, 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 you get you got these guys will get paid millions. To, to sit up here. One of them's being paid millions and doesn't live in the state. Don't even live here. That is. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, like I'm sorry. That. For it. one second, I'm going to yeah. start the one name blame That's game. It. Yeah. Jimmy Haslam. Period. Full stop. Jimmy Haslam. End of story. Yeah. Now, even if I was to go too deep, which that's not the exercise. I'm blaming Jimmy Haslam because we're in the Paul D. Podesta position that we're in. He's been hoodwinked by Paul D. Podesta. Go check his credentials when he was a baseball general manager. He wasn't a winner. He didn't win anywhere he was. No championship. They talk about Moneyball. Nothing. Nothing. No, Moneyball was about one playoff appearance. The A's did what? Nothing. And by the way, they had a Cy Young staff, a staff loaded with Cy Young candidates and and an MVP shortstop. But when you watch the movie, it was all about Scott Hatterberg. That's the biggest pile of BS I've ever seen. (laughs) I never seen that Moneyball was a Hollywood creation with all kinds of liberty good movie, though. and great movie, yeah. but you have to understand going into it that it's a bunch of, a bunch of crap. And I think Jimmy Haslam bought into this mythology that Paul D. Podesta is this guy who's going to figure out how to uh, peel an apple a different way. It hasn't worked. He's been here long enough. It hasn't worked. Now I'm not crapping on analytics bull. I know you think I do. I'm not. Yeah. What I'm looking for is the right marriage between analytics and gut and feel. And right now, this franchise is too entrenched in the analytics. Well, I, I think that's true. I, I, and I, I think, want to balance. I think the problem was they had a group. When, when Deep Potesta was first here and they had uh, Hugh Jackson. And they, they didn't buy in at all. They didn't, they didn't even use it. They ignored I get it. That. They weren't interested in it. Uh, what's his name? Who was the GM? Dorsey wasn't. Dorsey, Dorsey, Dorsey was. Total meathead, not right. interested. And now they've gone too far the other way. I brought this up before. You nailed it. 
I brought this up before. Theo Epstein said, I didn't become a, ge a good general manager until I realized that I had to mix the Jimmys, the X's and the O's with the Jimmys, Jimmys and, the and the Joe's, Joe's. essentially. Yeah. Right? You have to, it has to be a mix. And by the way, anybody Theo that is... wants it 100% here, 100%, much like politics, if you want to be here, you're probably an idiot. You're right. If you want to be the here, middle is where you're you probably live. smart. And, Bull, that's a great point because. The analytics movement, the birth of analytics, the, the real birth of analytics in sports was Billy Bean and Paul DePodesta. Yeah. They falsely got all the credit. Theo Epstein is the guy that figured it out. Yes. He figured it out by ending an all-time long drought in Boston and bringing a title to the Red Sox. Then he went to the Cubs, the longest drought in baseball, and he ended that drought. How did he do it? What you just said. So, he me, figured out that the numbers are hugely important. But you cannot ignore the other stuff. Let, and when he embraced let, all of it, let, that's where you want to be. You have to let go me, the heart and the Jimmy let, let me, is way too in let, on Paul let me, let me Podesta, So he's my one-name blame game. Let me game. say this. First of all, every sport is not the same. Right? No, And it's it, not. there's not a 50-50 marriage out here. The, the predominant factor in any sport is this. You have to understand and recognize what talent is. You have to know what talent is. It is not in the books. It's not in the film. You have to know it when you see not it. not Anthony Schwartz's no, 40 right, times. Right. It is not that. Now you take that knowledge and mirror it with some uh, a percentage. I don't know what the number is, but it ain't 50-50. Right. Right? And bleed that into that. Now you can get some ground. Do you think it's more gut and feel and eyeballs than analytics? Yeah, because you have to be on you have to be able to recognize it on the fly when things aren't going right. You don't have to, I don't yeah. need to go to the book to see it's trending wrong. My eyes tell me it's not trending yeah. right, right? And we've lost that. Right. And so you uh, got then you got to bleed who's your that one in with the blame game. Oh, just for the running of the show, it's Stefanski. For the, for, for the 2023 it's, season, you're Stefanski. It's Stefanski. Okay, so he's got two votes. Oh, that's easy. You shouldn't even ask me. <clears throat> the S on the chest, Stefanski. What you talking about, man? These guys, okay. you, you, you didn't, you, you lost people, like I've been saying for years. It, you kept Joe Woods, you could have fired him during the year, right? When you didn't fire him during the year, Clowney comes out and he, he throws a grenade right in your locker room. And, and, and players around the league are going to say, why Why am I coming to Cleveland? We're back to overpaying people now. Because mm -hmm. the, the people that they respect, the veterans, the top-notch guys, Jarvis, Odell, mm -hmm. Jadavion Clowney. Just killed you out in the market. Kareem Hunt. Just killed you. They don't, they, they're like, don't go to don't Cleveland. Don't do that. Because they're not going to put you in position to make plays. And then if you rock the boat, yeah. they're going to get you up out of That's here. That's the worst reputation you can have. Bull, your one-name blame game? Real quick, in fairness, I don't think Kareem Hunt would say that. I don't think he's got any ill will on the Browns. They, it, and His father might. And, and, and Clowney's a clown. I mean, Miles Garrett was killing him on Friday. Oh, Clowney's a clown. He gets no credibility. But, but, and nobody respects but, but, him. No, no, no. That, that, that's from uh, Odell and, and on, Jarvis, I agree with But you. that's from your perspective. It's from Miles Garrett's no, no, perspective, no, 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 too. The, but that's from the perspective. Those four names have cachet. They got Hunt, name, them names. Clowney, Jarvis, what, and OBJ. But I don't think Hunt has bad feelings about the Browns. Sure he does. That. He said he wanted to retire here. They didn't return his calls. He held out. And yesterday he, he sounded out. like yes, a guy who was. He left practice and said, I'm not practicing. Yeah, but gee, what were they supposed to do? So they didn't pay him? That makes him, them wrong? I don't they, think they did they anything didn't, wrong They not only didn't pay him. They, they didn't saved his career. They did because he's going to go somewhere else career. now and be Come used on. properly. But guess what? I know. They're, they're, they're going to save his career a second time by letting him go. Because somebody else is going. They didn't pay him and they didn't play him. They shouldn't have paid him. They oh, who's your, who's your one name blame game? Right. One they name blame game is for this year is, I mean, Jimmy Haslam is ultimately the man to blame. For this year, I'm going to blame Joe Woods because ultimately, yeah. as bad as, you know, we picked, I, I know I picked when, when, the, when the Watson suspension came down, I picked the Browns to go eight and nine. 
But had I known at that time that Jacoby Brissett would play, I never thought Jacoby Brissett would play as well as he did. Now, he wasn't great every game, but for the most part, over 11 games, Joe, Jacoby Brissett played good football. He did. Good, solid football. And the Browns should have won a lot more than seven games. They should have been, they, they been seven and four. They should have easily won 10 games this year the way he played. But their defense was so awful that they didn't. Okay. And, you know, some of it was, a couple. you know, the Jets thing. We all know the Chargers, right. what happened there. The, the Falcons game earlier in the year. McNuggets, you got a one-name blame game? I'm kind of with Bull, actually. I think Joe Woods, I mean, I, I, yes, it goes way up the tree. And Stefanski's in charge of Joe Woods, but I think Bull nailed it. We were, people wanted to build statues for Brissett for how he played for 11 games. That's true. And then they're arguing and complaining that they didn't win enough games because the offense was stagnant. It, it falls on the defense. Two things real quick. I don't know who Glenn Cook is. Take tag board full. But the Titans have officially requested permission to interview Brown's assistant GM for their GM opening. Uh, do you guys know Glenn Cook and what he does? In I've heard the name, but I they can have him. They can have him. Bro, 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 we don't know what none of them do. We just yeah, say, we, we don't, don't know. know what they do. Hey, McNuggets, <laughs> I just sent you a, uh, a text message. I saw this on Twitter yesterday. Can you? Uh, is there any way you can throw that up? Give me two minutes. Okay. Um, I don't know I, who I, that is. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't this. know who it is either. Talk about memberships real quick. Well, I'm, uh, he might he might board. go on to be. You let's know. talk, guys. Let's talk about memberships for a minute, folks. Now is the time. We have a record number of viewers today. Thank you all for joining us as we put to bed an awful season and start to look ahead already to the 2023 season, which is what, eight months away? Yeah. Maybe seven. Or we're, about, we're about six and a half months from training camp. Hey, It'll be I, here before I, I, you know I, it. You call, you call me. G is depressed. He's sad. <laughs> he's, he's ornery. He's angry. It's He'll be excited me. and pumped by the summer. My emoji matches my feeling. Look That's at that. right. His emoji will be smiling, though, by July because it'll be warm and there'll be hope for the Browns again. Become a coaches tier member. You get all the all-star <laughs> tier perks, plus the overtime videos, all the extra content we do, discount codes for merchandise and more. Please become a subscriber. Please become a member and uh, click that like bell so you get alerts. And we, and we did text during the game yesterday, right? Yeah. We were texting during the game. How many people you, you that, that pulled up on us? About 1,012. For for the uh, game text. T- text we have 40. My 40 oh, was a way to throw me experience. under the bus there. It's good yeah. time. <laughs> you were close, Paul. Um, 1,060. My God, am I grubby looking? That's okay. You know what? I like it. It fits the mood of the show right today. now today. That's how. If the, if the show had a physical appearance, It'd be me. it would be you today. <laughs> That's the Browns. The Browns are me. By the way, that first Steeler touchdown. So the Browns were up 7-0. Oh. They scored, that first Steeler touchdown It's like third and whatever. Yep. And that long touchdown, Blown that coverage. just summed up the whole season. It did. Right? Blown coverage on a third and long play where you know they're throwing the ball. And, and the they, rookie quarterback right. beat you. And, then, and, this, this, oh. and by the way, when Aditi comes on, I'm going to tell her. Brad, I can't this that. is one of the worst Steelers reach? teams I've ever seen <laughs> that beat the Browns. This Steelers Thanks, team Brad. ain't good. This Steelers team is me. Uh, oh, my gosh. Do you know that they're this, mediocre? They finished nine and, and eight. And, and, and I have a food. I'm an idiot for saying the Steelers are finished under 500. As, gonna, as my good friend Dustin Fox she would say, get you. never bet against Mike Tomlin. She gonna get you. I did it again. She gonna get she you. She won't because she's classy, unlike me. So she won't. But I deserve it. Aditi, if you listen, please you, eviscerate this man. Because I told him. Lap, I it, thought I told him. Bull's right on this one. No, at the beginning of the year, I said I have learned. I have never. Jason and I said, hell no, they're going 500. They yeah. might make the playoffs. And they were two and six. But when they were two and six, I said I got to give it to Bull because this is a fair victory lap. They're on their way to being four and thirteen. Yeah, and the difference 
Look of the it. last half of the season was the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh and Cleveland up. Cleveland. That's, just leave that, that up. about sums it up. One leave other thing, um, quickly yeah. um, about yeah, about yeah. the did you? Are you Although up? they did, we didn't even talk about. It. At least they didn't make the playoffs because the no, Dolphins I won know. that game. Well, thankfully. Yeah. So, do you know that every Cleveland Browns fan, yeah. that is younger than 34 years old, right? 34. Oh, yeah. Has never seen the Browns sweep the Steelers. That's mm. amazing. That's amazing. That's crazy. That makes me want to vomit. I that's mean, a- that's that should be impossible. That's amazing. It should be. It should be impossible. You're talking about 30. Now, it's not been 34 seasons. It goes back yeah. to 88, I think. Yeah. yeah. And there were three years, obviously, where, where the Browns didn't play. But right, let's right. face it, if they had a team then, they wouldn't have swept them in those three years either. <laughs> Probably but not. But it's stunning to think that every single Browns fan under the age of 34 can say, Never seen it. That now, every Browns fan on the planet can, can say this. Never seen our team in the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. That on that that just on his face value, on his face value, is fireable. I told him, I, I told him in, in, in the chat. I looked it up. The Browns came in the league in 1999, expansion team. They give all kind of excuses. We, we talked about it on the two-minute warning. The Carolina, Pan, Carolina Panthers, as well as the Jacksonville Jaguars, came into the league in 1995. Since 1995, the Jacksonville Jaguars have had 17 playoff the Panthers that had 17. Since 17 or 15. No, yeah. Panthers had 15. Jags had 17. Yeah. Playoff games? Seven. To, to get 17 playoff games for the Browns, you've got to go back to 1971. And the Browns oh. have had – the Browns, <laughs> and by the way, by the way, the, te- the Texans came into the league in 2002. They have 10 playoff games, and the Browns still have three. By the way, let me give you another Ooh, stat. Remember that's... how we were drinking the Kool-Aid about the Browns winning six in a row? Yeah. You know? Do you know the last? Wait, 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 wait. That was All just right, me. Sorry. I, I wasn't drinking no Kool-Aid. That was, we enjoyed. Yeah. That was specifically way, on your bowl. I, I don't know how I didn't look it up at the time. Do you know the last time the Browns won six regular season games in a row? I would imagine it was the Bernie era. No. They, they, they never did it? They won in, in in 86, they won six in a row, but that included they won their last five in the regular and then season the first and a playoff. playoff game. Okay, yeah. So that was technically left. But the last time they won six in a row in the regular probably season. Probably then the 60s, I would imagine. 1972. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's 50 years ago. So so 50 what? years since they won six. The Chiefs Whoa. and Bills have done it twice in the last three years. <laughs> you 50 know, years. You're making me. More and more depressed as these numbers are flying around oh, our yeah. set. You gotta laugh so you don't cry. You're right. I, I just, yeah, I that's just, the only way to that's look the way at to it. Do it. it I when was, you suck that bad. I was looking at your boy. Was it Purdy? Was his name? Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brock Purdy. I was looking at his won stats. Five games. And I was going through the the, the NFC stats, and I looked down. And I said, "Oh, dude, who the hell is this?" Somebody threw for forty two hundred yards, forty two hundred eighty two yards, four thousand two hundred eighty two, yeah, and thirty touchdowns. And, his, and the quarterback rating was 100.9. Can we guess who that was? Who was it? I know the answer. Jared Goff? Geno freaking Oh, Geno. Broke the Seahawks oh, wow. record for touchdowns. God. And Jared Goff, and played, got Jared Goff played great, too. Because yeah. Baker's, way, because Baker's <laughs> interception, Seattle's in the playoffs. And one quick note. <laughs> what happened? Baker, threw, Baker a threw a pick at the start of yeah. overtime that yeah. set up the, the game-winning game field, field goal. goal. No. But yeah. in, in all fairness, Seattle should have closed the deal in regulation. They They... They had a field goal that went off the upright. Yeah. <laughs> then it went to overtime. <laughs> Seattle went three and out. Baker gets the ball. Second play. <laughs> I mean, he just threw it up for grabs. Crazy throw. <laughs> Throws the pick. Damn. That was that. Here's the <laughs> ultimate flex. Maybe, you know, I, 
when this happens, it's like karma is a real thing. Oh, my God. When Russ Wilson was having his where am I going tour, yeah. he made it pretty clear that I can't win here. Right. He's out of the playoffs. His career is on life support. And the Seattle Seahawks are in, are in the playoffs without him. They, they are the second biggest. Uh, they have the second longest odds in the last five years of any team to make the playoffs. Going into a season? Yeah. Last even, five years. So, wow. even and longer odds than the Bengals last year because nobody had the Bengals. The Browns the when they were coming off the Owens. No, it wasn't even the Browns. Really? They, the Browns had better odds of making the playoffs that year. That Only Washington a couple of years ago had longer hmm. odds. than All, the this, all of the statistics that we just brought up just yeah. showed you one thing. What? If somebody tells you it takes five years. Yeah, that's baloney. Ten years. Yeah. They're lying. Mm. They, they they just buying time. They they, they gentlemen punted on, Look at the on Jaguars. The, the Jaguars. Well, think about this AFC Jaguars right now. They did the it. Carolina did it five within coaches this season. This Carolina year. almost made the playoffs. Yeah, but five coaches, five first year head coaches made the playoffs this season. <laughs> not not that. Not that's not. Well, that, Stefanski was a first yeah. year head coach. Now, in fairness, Mike McDaniel got very lucky. They had, they completely yeah. fell apart at the end of the year. That's true. But still, look at the AFC right now. The number one seeds Kansas City. Great young quarterback. Right. Number Buffalo. two seed Buffalo, great right. young quarterback. Right. Number three seed Cincinnati, great young quarterback. Number four seed Jacksonville. Now he's got to do it longer, but it looks like Trevor Lawrence is starting to become the guy we thought he was. Especially with Doug Peterson. That's right. Number five seed Chargers, Justin Herbert, great, great young, young quarterback. quarterback. Number six seed the Ravens. We know what they are. They're always competitive. We'll see what Lamar's status is. And then even seven, you know, I know it fell apart for them at the end, but Miami with Tua. He's again. I know yeah. you and I don't love him. I know, but but. Mahomes is the oldest AFC player. <laughs> I mean, that's great. That's nuts. That is insane. How that old is, is he? Not 25, 26. 20, no, he's got to be older than 25. Yeah, yeah. Burrow's definitely older than 25, 25. But he's probably 27, 28. Where are those guys going? Yeah. Nowhere. 27 Nowhere. years old. 27, and he's the elder statesman of the yeah. AFC team. Uh, but can you call up that graphic that I sent you? So you actually broke Tagboard when he sent it to us. Uh, literally nothing <laughs> on Tagboard is going to pull up right now. The okay, literally Tagboard the, the broke. broke tag. Do you want me to read the stats for you, Jay? I got it right here. I'll okay. read it. Um, it broke it because the stats are so ugly mm. that our computer system could not handle it. Yeah. It, and, uh, and this kidding. is, by the way, it actually broke tag. Nothing. Steve, let's take Tagboard broke, please. Tagboard broke. This <laughs> is. <laughs> this is why my one name blame game is mm. Jimmy Haslam. Okay. Yeah. Um. They've now he's now been in in charge for 11 years. He's the only constant over those 11 years. GMs yeah. have come and gone. Coaches have come and gone. Quarterbacks have come and gone. Those are the three other pillars to a successful organization: mm-hmm. owner, GM, quarterback, coach. All of those other positions has been, have been flushed over 20 times. Many times. Yeah. There's been one owner in his 11 seasons. Okay. The Browns have won 59 games and lost. If you double that number, you get 118. That's the number of games they've lost. So they lost two-thirds of their games. They have a winning percentage. They have one tie in there. They have a winning percentage of 33% under Jimmy Haslam. So they've averaged less than five and a half wins per season with him. Less than five and a half. Of his 11 seasons, they have had one season with a winning record. One. That's crazy. Other numbers that are reasons we don't keep razor blades on the set. Oh, my Mm. goodness. Yeah, these are really depressing, guys. Right. They are what they are. He has one. And we got breaking breaking news. Breaking news. Go ahead. Browns have officially requested permission to interview Brian Flores as awesome. their defensive coordinator. Right. That's per okay. Adam Sheffield. You take tag board full. Let's see if it'll Slow work. Clap. Slow clap. I'll take clap. that. We can take tweets. We can't take pictures, Jay. So we have to actually figure this out. Okay. The, uh, the back end here. Seven of the last ten years, the Browns have finished in last place. 
17 of the last 24 years, the Browns have finished in last place. My God. 17 of the last 24. In that same 24-year mm. stretch, mm. the Patriots have finished in first place more than the Browns have finished in last place. Well, Jay, you know this. That's crazy. What wins in sports is culture. culture and where does culture, culture start? St- culture starts on. Let me take this out my Culture starts on the top. That's yeah. where it starts from. And you can't fake it. You can't trick people. You can't buy it. Can't buy it. People know it when they got it. They know when they're in it because when they're in it, they never want to leave it. They're like, this is the place to be. I don't care if it's a, you get less money sometimes. Just the culture is better. I'd I rather right. stay around here. And if you tell me, I'm just looking at those numbers. <laughs> Listen to those numbers, right? It's, it's staggering. Staggering. It's, that's staggering. I mean, one winning it's, season it's, it's staggering. in 11 years. I'm and right. I can guarantee you that most people in this town don't even know the culmination, the collective total that you just talked oh, about. Oh, yeah. They, so they have no probably idea. don't know that it's By the been way, one winning season. Yesterday on the postgame show, I made this point to G, and we, I know, you shook your head when I said this because I know you agreed. I remember because I had just started working here. I think I'd been here a year. Haslam bought the team in 12, right? Yes. Right? So I'd been here a year when Haslam bought the team. And I remember, coincidentally, Dustin and I were doing the show at the Pro Football Hall of Fame when the news broke, right? And we were excited because the last owner wasn't very good. Over the hill. Yeah. He was not very good. Sure. We were all excited. New owner. He got a bag. Got the big bag. And And he had a Steeler tie. Yeah, and he was like, bring that that rub off. That pedigree. Yeah. And And he's worse. He's worse than Lerner. He's worse. At least Lerner, like, kind of stayed out of the way. I mean, he was, you know... He didn't know what the hell he was doing either, but at least he wasn't like thinking he was a football. His guy. son-in-law was not running the team, and let, I, I could be wrong. Maybe the son-in-law he was. is a clown. I mean, a clown beyond epic proportions. It's ridiculous. I mean, the whole thing's absurd. But he hasn't lost his job. A lot of a lot of GMs have. Right. A lot of coaches yeah, have. Yeah. A lot of quarterbacks have. Here's the problem, guys. You can't fire the owner. Yeah. No, you can't. By All way, we can do is beg him to sell. That's by, it. By the way, I'm not going to name any names, but when I took a shot at J.W. Johnson on Twitter yesterday, uh, I had a few former Browns employees send me either text or private messages on Twitter saying, thank you for doing that. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I've heard the More same. More than one. We've been critical on this show of yeah. him and his involvement with the Browns, and every time I do it, I like you, I hear from people that say, yeah. why is he somehow off limits? When it comes to criticism, no. and, I, and I, my response was, he's not. Not on this show. <laughs> oh, by the way, everything should be good moving forward with the Browns. They fired Bernie Kosar, so everything should be good now. Now, now, now do I you have? Do uh, y'all got some inside information? Well, on here's this thing? here's what I heard. This is a mess. Yeah, I think you <laughs> heard this too. I did, but I can't confirm I can't. it. I asked him outright, and I didn't get an answer. So Bernie sadly. made a bet. Bernie made a bet. He tech. I didn't even know. I but, honestly but didn't it even know it he worked for it. Wasn't, it was for charity. He made the first. The first bet. bet for it, charity. It was well, Pete Rose made the first. But one. I, I think heard Bernie made that the Bernie second. had told the Browns he was going to do this. I was told by someone who I who I trust and respect. Yeah. That Bernie had run this past the Browns and had permission to do it. Here's the problem with that. I asked Bernie point blank that question and yeah. I did not get a response. Okay. So and maybe that scares me. Maybe he didn't. So maybe no, he didn't. This is more of an – I mean, we're picking on the Browns deservedly, so they're a mess. This is really more of an NFL thing. Like, Bernie doesn't really work for the Browns. He just doesn't no. – I honestly didn't even know he did a segment on their pregame show. I didn't either. I, I didn't had no either. idea. I didn't either. They pay him 
just a, he's like an independent contractor. He's really what he is is he's an ambassador. That's what he is. It's ridiculous. I understand. Yeah. Somebody, one of my friends said to me, "Well, what's the difference between?" He goes, "Well, they 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 did the same thing with Calvin Ridley last I, year." I said, "I said this." Calvin Ridley's like, a, player a player who can affect the outcome was a, of a game. Suspended. He was out. I, I, I mean, he was out, but still, I, yeah. he's a I, player. This is it, ridiculous. It's so much. It's so much in in. Intertwined in this whole setup, right? Because what they could have done was here. You talk about just bad, just bad PR all the way around. You could have just suspended Bernie and said, "Okay, here, here's it is." Because the league rules or whatever you're saying, right? We're suspending Bernie for a period of time here. Yeah. Bernie's one of the Bernie's best had to believe for a while that they yeah, 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 they wanted that's, they wanted that's, rid of that's, him. That's how it comes off. It comes off just like that. Well, like, I mean, like, like you gave me an, you gave me an yeah, out. And I'm gonna use it. I'm like, use it. Like, this is this is the problem I've always had with people, and I get angry with because you're a poser. You're posing. Like when when you suspend players and do it, we know you soft. We know you ain't got no account. We know you 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 running a monk. He's We've, the guy that got fired. Bernie Kozar. He, you, you, He's the guy that they got fired. They got that's fired. A tough guy. You you go after the fifty year old quarterback that yeah. he, his knees is bad and he he talking about. Here's the thing. These guys do this little stuff, and I'm gonna tell you they they are smarter than other everybody else. You know what they do? They've been so insulated. They they figured out where every everybody else went wrong. The only difference between Sherman, Mangini, uh, Hugh Jackson, all of them, is eventually we gonna find y'all. Right. Eventually we gonna pin you down and we're right. gonna take you to task. Right. Right. They did the best thing ever. They said, "Well, what if we come through stealth, like the, the stealth <laughs> bomber? <laughs> we ain't gonna, they gonna ask us any question we don't know. If they don't ask, any they gonna say, "What is your job title? We don't know. <laughs> they gonna say, "What was the score of the game?" We don't know. Yeah, it's right. You know what's funny? What are you going to do to fix it? You Something. You know what's funny is Stefanski and Barry really talk the same way that Antonetti and Chernoff do. They all talk the same. Yeah. But they win, so we don't care. Right. We're not pressing we the franchise. We don't care. Keep but doing they what all you're doing. went to the same nerd school of talking to, to sports people. <laughs> and then, right. And then I've never seen a guy deep pedestal who hovers like a like a craft. Hold He's on. a specter. Hold He's on. a spirit, the ghost of the Podesta. <laughs> and then and he lives in California. So uh, when something goes back, who do we blame? We, have, we have, don't know. Why do we, we have to suffer no, no, cold weather no, no, and he gets to go no, to San no. Diego? We, we That's baloney. We have to go back to that. There's nobody that can run any organization from 3,000 miles away. No one. Or or have any input. Because you have to be there as things, because things change here on a daily basis. And Brad, we did the little exercise last week where I said, okay, let's figure out, because it's all guesswork because they don't tell us, what's the power structure of the Browns? And I think my answer and a lot of others was Jimmy Haslam, Paul D. Podesta, Andrew Barry. Right. My problem was I don't even have the coach in the top three. Right. And, and one of the guys isn't present. He lives in California. And by the way, his resume is filled with baseball. <laughs> what? <laughs> Only here. And somehow <laughs> we haven't pressed the owner for answers about Can't find this. that. Can't find him. He couldn't even tell you what, what he vending would say machine. Candidly, candidly. Yeah, yeah candidly. I want to win as badly as you no. do. Yeah. If, if, if he was over everything, he, you, he couldn't even tell but, you what snacks is going to the vending By the way, machine. wait a second. Can we roll that video? Let's go to tag board full there, Steve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can we roll that video of Jimmy Haslam walking? 
Now tell me it doesn't look like. You know what video I'm talking about, Mikey? Yeah, it's number 48. Give it yes. 30 seconds. He's walking he like he got it figured out. He's walking like, 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 look at like that. he just I, took I, a dump. I, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. like, he just took a dump and his butt's feeling a little like he didn't wipe himself well enough. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's how he's walking. Creamy. I know it's a little crude and gross. That's how he's walking. What is the matter with him? Does he have a problem with his ass? <laughs> Hey, pause. <laughs> I've gone off the deep edge, yes. But that's what the Browns have done to me for 12 years. And I even grew up rooting for this team. Imagine 50-something years, right, Brad? 40-something uh, years, right, G? 60. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being immersed in this I mean, I can. toilet for 50 can. years? Yes. And y'all, listen, y'all, you listen, y'all done had to deal with it, like, like, the real deal with it. Like, you got to think about it. There's been, there's been whole decades where it's perfect. The Browns in the 70s, mm, not a good look. Browns in the 90s, <laughs> they took the team. Browns in the 2010s, oh, good gracious, they won in, listen, it's been whole lifetimes. There's it, the it same person if you was born in, like, 70-something, right? I was born in 65. You were born in 62. Oh, y'all ain't never seen nobody here's, win. Here's all that you need to know. We're just, we're ate up with sum it. up the Browns since at least 99. That if you ask people who, who is the Browns' best player since 99, Phil Dawson, a kicker, is probably <laughs> second on the list. You're right. That's is how even, sad they are. Joe. I mean, Joe's first. Yeah, yeah and then, then probably. I mean, I guess at this no, point no. you might say. What'd you say? Nick Chubb. At this point, you probably Miles Garrett. They're Chubb, Antonio. But until like a, two, three oh, years ago, it was Dawson. Or and he's kick, still in the top five. Or a kick returner. Or Josh Cripps. Or Josh Cripps. They're in the yeah. top ten, both of those guys. Special teams guys. You can't name one quarterback. If you don't have one quarterback in your top ten in 25 years, that's a problem. It is a problem. And, you know, so if you name the top five, we kind of say Garrett and Chubb are in there. Right. And but we've got yo. one playoff win. And, you know, they said something on the broadcast yesterday that really depressed me even more than right. I am now because we did have the playoff game to hang our hat on. Mm -hmm. But then they mentioned, you know, for the Browns to punch their playoff ticket, they got a win in Pittsburgh, but there were only 200 people in the building. Right. Like, it didn't even happen. Because of the COVID. If the so, I mean, it, imagine, if, in, if, if during the COVID season, our right. one playoff appearance, if COVID restrictions hadn't kept fans out of the stadium, we would have lost that game sure well, in hell. Also, the Steelers had nothing to play for that game. Remember? True, they, but they, I mean the fans would have provided the, that's true. the energy. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Bro. And the Steelers would have wanted to knock out the Browns. But when we beat them in the playoffs, right? And that's, there were 200 people in the building. Yeah. Mm. So if a tree falls in the forest and no one sees it, did it really fall down? <laughs> <laughs> McNuggets is excited. He has a game oh he wants God. to play with us. It's, it's basically called the McNuggets Spin Zone. Do I have that right? It is, yeah, it's the McNuggets Spin Zone. It's not necessarily a game. I'm just gonna. You know, this is such a down Monday show. I wanted to Monday, give some Monday. positivity. And we're laughing. We got, you got to laugh. Put like some you positivity said. in the world. And I found some spin <laughs> zones here to look at the Brown season in a glass half full perspective. Oh, so this, this, this is the show. This, I came <laughs> with five undeniable hardcore facts oh, Lord. that prove the Browns are better than we thought they were this year. You guys ready? What? Well, ready? I, I need to yeah, see right. this. I'm ready for this. Okay, go ahead. So we talked about early in the season. We ripped Grant Delpit apart. You are apart. what your record says you are. <laughs> we wanted Grant Delpit gone. Well, guess what? Take it, Steve. He had twice as many interceptions as Jalen Ramsey this year, who's no. the best DB in the league. Grant Delpit, elite Who defensive Who said Jalen Ramsey's the first, best DB in the league? First McNugget spin zone. Tyvis told us he was not good Tyvis early told us he season. was the best. 
Tyvus sucks. No, Tyvus said early on. Tyvus said he wasn't the best. Tyvus said early on, how is this guy on the team? Right. So first spin zone, Grant Delpit better than Jalen Ramsey. Well, Jalen Ramsey, first of all, his star has fallen dramatically. Uh, Yeah, yes. And he gambles so much and is wrong. And he had a cheap shot uh, where he hit uh, Gino out of bounds. Oh, wait. That that was cold. Speaking of cheap shots, and I don't want to – but I have to bring this up. Yeah. Did you guys see the Steelers celebration with the CPR? After the sack? After the last They've been doing that all year. Have they? Yeah, I did yeah. see that. Okay, How much should not do it, though? I, 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 yeah, I mean, they, they should not do it. I, seen it. I, I haven't seen it all year. Yeah. Okay. I was like this. But so it, that, that it doesn't excuse it. How about knowing what the temperature yeah. in the yeah, room is, poor. guys? Yeah. And don't do it. Yeah, that's poor. I was, I, I was stunned by that. Yesterday. I didn't know they did it, did it all year. It the last sack of the game. By the way, speaking of the Steelers, we talked about this last week. Deontay Johnson set the NFL record for most receptions without, in a, a, touchdown. without a touchdown. And he got tackled at the inch line yes. or whatever it was. And he got a two point conversion. And he did have a conversion. And by the way, the last thing before we go to number two is yeah. did you see Mike Tomlin's freeze frame fist pound with the referee? No, no. he's walking yeah. past each other. After the game, he after the game he's goes. Oh, I still, that's an awful look. Are you going to be one of these conspiracy theory guys? Now? No, I just was giving him. Well, grade the officiating in yesterday's game, I and thought, I don't use officiating as an excuse. I, th- I thought the officiating was poor. In fact, I oh. heard they, somebody said that one of the refs, uh, the ref went to Watson and apologized for missing the face mask call. Yeah, he did. That was horrific. What but about the phantom pass interference call? It was bad. Bad. The Browns did get a makeup call, though, later. They did. Uh, yeah, they did. It was bad. More of the bad calls were, went against the Browns. However, uh, nobody was cheating. Right. None of that. You know. But I don't want to see the head coach fist bumping anymore. No, that's poor. Yeah. I, the referee should know better than to, that's to do really it. That's really bad. You know? Really bad. Is there, is there, I do think there is something to be said about when you don't respect somebody, mm-hmm. you don't got a name. You're not gonna get the that may be subconscious. Yeah, you're like, not gonna get that. I, not, I think so. Like, you're not gonna get that call. Brad, did not. you ever high five, slap hands, fist bump with an NBA ref? No, no. Nobody might talk them. to you in the tunnel afterwards. Or pass I know there's there's they, a, they, 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 they don't fraternize. They, they, no, not they especially in front of the camera. Just what's his name on the head? Yeah, I know, but they had a long-standing deal. Yeah, it was. But I, to me, the I just think that never Richard never never the two worlds should intersect <laughs> ever ever. Yeah, right? and so, but you know what? I, I I didn't think that. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You know, looking at the game, the, 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 the umpiring was not elite. No, it was, think, it was a D minus. I, I thought you know, I don't think it was, it was very poor. But the I, it was, it was, I don't know if it was right. as bad as I've I seen all year, but it was real but close. I, I, yeah. I, I but don't, the pass interference that on the third down gave was, them yeah, life. Yeah, terrible. I, I'm like, I, he never touched them. It was terrible. Well, I saw a call in. I think it was all. Oh, it was also in the Rams Seahawks game. They called roughing the kicker on a call with uh, the kicker barely got touched. Uh, whatever. It's got to get better. What's number two, a lot of talk this offseason about the Browns not having a number one receiver. Well, when you dig into the deep analytics, 
that's not true because Amari Cooper had more receiving touchdowns than Justin Jefferson. Which is amazing because Jefferson had like 1,900 yards, number right? one receiver might be top five in the league after that stat. Oh, no. I'm not going to say top five you in the league. You just embarrassed no yourself right there. No way. These are all very sarcastic if you guys can. I know. Okay. I know. Mm-hmm. So was I when I said you embarrassed yourself. Thank you. <laughs> What's Thank your you. next one, Mikey? All right, next one. We complained all year about Nick Chubb not getting enough touches, and he still had nearly twice as many rushing yards as Joe Mixon. That Take that, true. haters. Um, I mean, well, we said earlier this year when some – crazy publication ranked top backs in the AFC North. They yeah, either had yeah, Mixon yeah. above. Yeah. I think they had Chubb second or third. And Didn't they have Najee, Najee Harris? Harris and Mixon, yeah. I think, were one, two. And then yeah. Chubb was three. And we were like, okay, enough with the hot take stupidity. Yeah. I mean, this dude get – I will say this. Uh, you know, Chubb, he gets 1,500. And then he left 500 on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah. If, yeah, if, if, yeah. if they – I know, you know Will makes the point he has the third most carries. But if – had they used him like the Titans used Derrick Henry, then he's probably yeah. a 2,000-yard back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad they didn't because now he'll have more than tank for next year, hopefully. Well, ultimately, back now. The, the question is, had they ridden him like the Titans ran Derrick Henry, Could we, do they sneak two more wins out of their 10 losses? I don't know. I don't know. Man, we, we'll I mean, never it's, know. It's three carries per game that Henry had more. It is. The Derrick Henry had seven. The difference isn't that crazy. The Seventeen at halftime. Thing was Saturday night. Blown at halftime, but they lost. Well, they lost. Now, how did they lose? They lost on a ridiculous, fluky let, yeah. play let that me, went pick six the other right. way. Let me. Let me ask, this is a very easy question. How many shots did Michael Jordan get? As many as necessary. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad comparison. That's a great answer, though. I know. How I mean, many did? How many did, did? How many shots did Jordan have to take for the Bulls to win? As many as, as, many as, as necessary. necessary. And we didn't even rehearse that. What's that? No, that was well played. Right, we got two more, two well more played, spin zones here, guys. Deshaun Watson up and down. Well, at the end of the day, he had seven fewer interceptions than Joe Burrow through all season. Deshaun Watson, I think, played better than people giving him credit for. It. Hey, that's cringeworthy. That's, that's cringeworthy. You can't even put them dudes in the same. Conversation mm. at this point. He, he got to he gotta go back master. to the factory. He got to go back down to. He got to go back down to. He got to get in the lab. Short-lived show on ESPN called Numbers Never Lie. Yes, yeah. it yes. was short-lived because of crap like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. When Michael Smith won that show. Michael Smith was. By the way, interesting stat though. Josh Allen threw more red zone interceptions than any player in the NFL. Well, I knew midway through the season yeah. that was a problem for them. Yeah, threw like five or six in the red zone. Yeah, which you would never have guessed. And and ultimately, that might be what keeps them out of the Super Bowl. Although might. right now, the, the inertia and the, the yeah. emotional pick well, to go to the Super Bowl. But how about well, two I'm, kick returns for a touchdown? I'm glad you said that. Unreal. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because if they get to this neutral game, the city of Cleveland should be buying for this neutral no, game. It's, it's going to be in Pasadena, be, they already said. Oh, they did? Did they? At the Rose Bowl? Wait a minute. Why Pasadena? You know what? I better make sure. I read yeah, that, that, but I'm yeah. not sure that's officially because I, I, I mean, you're telling I, both I, fan if, bases you're not going to be able to go to the game. Right. I know. Maybe yeah. I'm mistaken. It's if not I, confirmed. I'll, I'll look into it after this last time. I thought I had read that. If I'm the city of Cleveland, I am chasing. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. I'm chasing that location. It's not happening. If it does Indianapolis happen. It's a hell of a lot more viable if, than Pasadena. Indianapolis said no, 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 no. I mean, they Oh, wait. Play. Indianapolis is out? Indianapolis is out. Then I would say, I would say they're not going to do it because the Bengals are going to beat the Bills, so it's not going to matter. I say, if they do, just say it. Just, yeah. just humor me. If, it, humor if they do. They should play it here. Right, because. I'm down with it's that. It's right there. Then we could, the city could at least get some money. The only, the, right. by the way, the only. Like another home game. After mm-hmm. all the rules changes they made last week, the only thing in play is if Buffalo and Kansas City 
play in the end. Right. That's the only one. Right. We didn't and, end up with the Bengals Ravens coin flip. And it, it is the one and the two seed. I mean, yeah. chalk has held a lot. Yeah. But there's yes. also been a lot of years. No, where chalk doesn't. Hold. Obviously, it could end up with that game. It could be. I think that'd be the most likely betting scenario right now. But Cincinnati's a have, have juggernaut. We, have we? Fi- like, I just you guys up on it. Yeah. Have we figured out why they they just made up rules when rules was there? <laughs> no. Crazy. Bengals, I've Bengals, never Bengals, seen this Bengals. in any sport. And the Just Bengals were up. not happy about yeah. it either. Although well, in the end, I, by, by Sunday, I was like, why are they still whining about it? Just go beat the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, you got to take care cares? of business. And they did, but, uh, you know. But boy, they, they got screwed, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I did. mean, they my did. goodness. They did. They got, they got screwed. I was I hoping. Go one ahead. more spin zone before some super yeah. chats. Uh, guys, the Steelers and the Panthers both missed the playoffs by one game. One game, which means Uh-oh. the Panthers and Steelers were eliminated by Cade York's game-winning field goal in week one. And Jacoby Brissett's Thursday night national TV beatdown of the yeah. Steelers in week three. Those are the two games that kept the Panthers and the Steelers out the playoffs. The Panthers so only missed by to, one? one? Shout game? out to the Browns for eliminating two teams from the postseason single-handedly this yeah, year. None of the other losses matter. Those are the two losses that kept them out. The Panthers and they damn near kept done in week one. Tampa Bay out. And they knocked Washington out. They helped wa- That's true, knock actually. They helped knock them out. But these two were bona fide. Yeah. The only reason. Well, not really, because. Yes. Because Carolina only ended one game out because they Tampa had nothing to play for yesterday, right? They did not. I, bull, that's my spin zone. You don't yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to get facts in the way. It's my spin zone. My bad. Uh, my guys, bad. we got a bunch of super chats we're going to get to real quick as I scroll up here. Super chat. This from Dave <laughs> Diedrich. He says, this is the Browns' best roster since 99 with 10 losses. No excuses. 49ers lost Facts. two quarterbacks. Yeah. Ravens lost a quarterback. Jags were three and seven at the Absolutely. midway point. Seattle's Facts. in opportunity cost is lost. Facts. Yep. Absolutely correct. In, in fairness, in fairness, the Ravens did go two and three without Lamar. Next one's from Big Kev, 9539. Yep. The difference between the Browns and the Eagles is that Sirianni encourages aggression. Stefanski encourages compliance. Mm. Thoughts. Mm. Uh, interesting word choice. Uh, uh, That's stupid. I like the word compliance because the Eagles are a much better team than the Browns too. But but the, the Eagles, if you look at what they do, they they say we have AJ Brown. You can't stop him. Throw it to him. Mm-hmm. We 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 like fifty fifty stuff. Yeah, but gee, they also had a quarterback playing at a pro at an all pro level. This, this, this was a guy that is. Yeah, Browns did not. This, 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 this was a guy this, this that two, round two pick. years ago didn't think could be a quarterback. That's he, true. Was, he was a receiver. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 like, yeah right? and you give the coach credit for that. I mean, yeah. coach gets credit for the, uh, again, the improved play. Uh, again, again you're proving my point. That's the point. He's coaching them he up. Coached our guys, our guys coaching them down. MVP. They look, went out look, and made look, the look, decision. Look, well, here. that's Bill, not fair. Co- Philly's coach up to coach coaching the team up, and our coach is coaching the team down. Come on. We did before two years ago. Jalen Hurts was the running back. Two years ago. Jacoby Brissett was definitely better than Jalen Hurts. No, J- Jalen Hurts only been in the league two years. Jalen Hurts was a running back. Jalen Hurts was Remember a that? Two years ago, so it was his rookie year. He was year pretty bad. Percent. It was he, well, he was a running back, bro. What are you talking about? They went to the playoffs with him. No, no two, years first, two years ago. No, two years ago. Two years ago. How much did he play that year? Enough. Of, uh, enough of Philly folks who want to run him out of town. There were a lot of those that did. All right, more super chats. This from Buck, B U K. I'm all in on Watson. Get experienced Brandon Cooks who played with him here. We can't wait on Bell and Schultz. I think he meant Schwartz, but he said Schultz. Oh, uh, no. Schultz, Schultz or Schwartz. <laughs> Get rid of the ball. I saw Bell. The one interception out of the guy undercut Bell. Yeah. Bell he made no effort. Bell, no, didn't, he Bell, Bell didn't even come back for the ball. He made no effort on no that No effort play. whatsoever. None. None. 
We got some more real quick. We actually got a bunch today. Set apart lads says Deshaun got sacked seven times and started seeing ghosts. There were ghosts. G yeah, Money yeah. Uptown. Some of that's said, on him. He held on to the ball too long. He did. Way Facts. too long. Yep. G Money Uptown says, I said Flores earlier. People said I was crazy. Well, now you're right, G Money. Charles T <laughs> said, Paul Brown is the first recorded coach in the NFL to use film study and analytics to study his opponents back in 1946. Facts. Belichick does too, but it's the balance. And by Gotta the way, the let's not credit Paul Brown for the use of analytics. Coaches way before Paul Brown hold on, hold on, hold on. were looking at numbers and trends. Paul I, Brown I, did not. By the way, Paul, this is the anniversary of the film. Browns firing Paul Brown. Today? Yes. Oh, what about people who sounded crazy? Let's credit the Mayans for their calendar back when they were. <laughs> <laughs> We've been using hey, numbers forever. Wait yeah, a second. Paul Brown like, is not hey, the grandfather of analytics. <laughs> don't discredit the Incas. <laughs> they never get nothing. We got the Aztecs. The Aztecs. Bleak the Aztecs. The, 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 the Incas get nothing. I'm kidding. I got no problem with the Aztecs. <laughs> Shout out to them. Oh, there Three is no more, more real quick. Yeah. Uh, Charles T also says the one name blame game. It's Haslam. I bet he talked to Clowney about Woods before that piece totally undermines the coach. Clowney was just too comfortable. Comfortable. Andrew Berry also. Reggie Glover says Stefanski needs to grow a backbone and start motivating these guys. Stop trying to be the player's buddy. Not don't have it. Stop jaw jacking and put some effort into getting <laughs> off the line. Jaw-jacking. And Rin D says I take a ham sandwich as head coach over Stefanski. Oh, by the way, Stefanski's a new. Did one. the players call him Kevin? Probably someone someone reached out to me yesterday and said, I'll tell you part of the problem is the players call him Kevin and I don't, I don't know, know that to be true. So I can't yeah, I don't, I've I don't some, like it. If it is I've true. heard some of the Bengals players call Zach Taylor Zach. Uh, well, I don't like that. That, that, either. that, I don't, that don't bother me. Do they call Bill Bill? I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Either. I, mean, I had to run NBA, NBA, NBA call you by, by the way. Oh, I've never Mike, called anything. Any of my coaches. Something Mike brought up on the postgame show. They really do. Okay. Something Mike brought up on the postgame show that was funny. Even though he's been a nice little late addition. What's up, Phil? (laughs) Did you see Reggie Ragland chasing? Who was he chasing? And he caught him, though. No, he he did it. He he got his foot. (laughs) No, no, no. Go back and look at that play. No, no, no. Go back and look at the play. I can't even remember now. Uh, It was a wide receiver. Sammy Watkins? No. I think it was uh, Steven Sims. Listen, he did. He got his foot. He dove, and at the very Jake. end, he tripped him up, and he fell down as he you're, was going out of bounds. Of, you must be thinking of a different play. Maybe. I must be, but well, there was one play where we, Raglan we wasn't pursued. We love Reggie Raglan. We did true and false. Up the right sideline? Yeah. Uh, up yes, the right sideline? Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, go, go look at I that play. I got to look at the play. He, he, dove, he looked no like he was running in quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, it's so funny to me to see him in the 19 oh jersey. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bernie was as skinny as a bird. Oh. He looks like an it looks like an alumni game player. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh look, Bernie's back. And Bernie's <laughs> even thinner than that now. Look at look at that. Remember when a guy from uh, Green Bay got ejected yesterday, number seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's walking in the tunnel, and they follow him in the tunnel, crying. Jamel Hill <laughs> put out a tweet this morning talking about if you if you guys follow the, old, uh, the movies. If my grandma, the caption, the, the, the guy walking the tunnel with his face when he was crying. She's big with pop yeah. culture references. If my grandmother gave me that chain, that were a person. My grandmother gave me that chain. My grandmother gave me that chain. He's the guy that shoved the, the medical uh, official. Yeah, that was really dumb. He yeah, that, what was he doing? He did apologize today. He but. just got caught up in the moment. I, I don't know how. By the way, I love what the NFL did yesterday with all of the. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, Putting the number three on the yeah. field at the 30-yard lines in the Bills font yeah. for DeMar Hamlin, I thought that was a genius, Class. a, a classy touch. Um, I, I thought they handled the whole thing yesterday extremely appropriately. And I also thought, you talk about irony, the fact that the first play the Buffalo Bills ran 
post Demar Hamlin was a kickoff return for a touchdown that happened so infrequently in the NFL. But, did it twice. I, I'll tell you what, the, the another irony is, see, they didn't got together. The NFL, the, y'all, good, y'all good at PR. They all got together. They say, yeah, we're going to have to take care of this for this year. That contract, <laughs> we're going to have to make sure the, the, he gets us some financial wherewithal in this one. The Bills came out in conjunction with the NFL and said, yeah. we're going to make yeah. make him whole for this year. Yeah. And I did notice, I see Jay's really? guy, yeah, for just now people is is it's they, not the first time it, that's happened by the way but yes, in these they, situations so they they did the right thing by him and it got that done one thing warren Sapp did say it was crazy well why was that even in question well they because they don't have to do they it they don't got to do they it. don't have to do it because there's rules with the ir when you get when you when you're placed on our ir you're not paid 100% of your salary. Well, depending on your contract. Depending on your contract. Yeah, so he had one of those contracts. Yeah, he yeah. had a contract that's called splits. Yeah, split, yep. So he could have been paid a lesser dollar amount. By the way, it was for one game, and there was no way that was ever going to happen. Yeah. My, yeah. My, no way. My point back to DeQuell, because this nonsense is not even occurring in any other sport but football. That's he right. Was, he was confused. <laughs> he was like, they got to negotiate it. They got to like, get it out. It's got to get better at negotiations like in the future. I like splits. Oh, what did I, Warren Sapp I got say? Heard, I what did Warren Sapp say? So Warren Sapp said, you know, he said, he said it took me five years to wait to get into the pension. To, to the five, no, five years to get into the uh, the uh, Hall of Fame. Okay. He said, but after that, it also took me five years for them to tell me they kicked me off that insurance. And I said, what? I didn't know that. I said, what? He's like, yeah. He said, once you get when you get to an older older season, now I got pre sixty injuries. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. He said, and I'm looking at it from a perspective of, so how are you getting insurance after you got pre existing injuries? He buys well, now you can't well, be rejected. He, for that. He, yeah, now it's different. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. players like Warren and oh, I've yeah. talked about Lomas yeah. Brown yeah. too. He, he Lomas Brown said, I realized how bad our negotiations yeah. had been through the years. When I found out after I retired that for me to be covered for mm-hmm. future surgeries that I absolutely will need because of injuries that happened to the NFL will come out of my pocket. It's come out of your pocket. And he's, he was like, I was just stunned by right. that. Right. And, and it's been the theme since your rant. And, you know, I always say if there's a solution or if there's a problem, yes. But, like, to Bull's point, stop crying about the officiating and just do your thing. Stop crying Cincinnati about what they're doing and just go win. At some point, and I think we're here. I think we're closer to being there than we've ever been. And I think it's in large part because of Damar Hamlin and because of people like you that are shining a light on how bad it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. We're about to see change, guys. No. I think that well, in the next well, collecting, well, collective bargaining agreement, I, 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 well, they're never going to get to where the NBA is and where Major well, League Baseball it, is, but it is going to get it, better. Even here, you're, the players you're, know you're, more you're missing one point here, right? So uh, moving forward, anybody retires, it's going to have to come in on their own insurance here. The issue is here in order for because you can never play like you're playing in the league and carried mm-hmm. on that insurance. Mm-hmm. It's way too expensive. The only way that you get some help is that the existent uh, player base cuts that group in. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. the deal. Those yeah. players got to take care of the old right. players. But and the thing the, is, the, eventually the, it's going to benefit them but, down the yeah, road. But yes. see, when you're 22, you don't see that. No, you right. don't. I'm not that That's why DeQuell made one guy. of the best points yet. You, I don't think you were here when DeQuell was on last week. One of the takeaways that I've actually, I'm making a page of notes for when we do our show as to how we fix it. DeQuell said one of the smartest things I've heard yet. There needs to be in the room with the NFLPA a board of retired players 
who can be the guiding fathers for the young bucks and tell them, guys, here's something you've never thought about, mm. but this will be your reality if you don't bargain this in. And I'll, and I'll, so I tell think them it, where the pitfalls are. I think are. it should be younger retired players yep. so the players can and, relate and, to and them a I do bit. too. Well, yeah. Dequell is perfectly yeah, suited to be I, in that group. And I'll, t- I'll give you this. I talked to I talked to Robert Smith on the phone, right? He gave yeah. me a call, you know, after we, we had uh, the conversation about the rent. And he gave me a story. He said, you know, I think Gene Upshaw was there at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, I remember being a player, a young rookie coming into the league, and they took a large sum of money out of our checks, mm-hmm. right? And they, he looked at it like, this is way too much. I ain't trying to spend his money. And he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to become a rep. I'm going to because I'm about to be keep doing this. I need to figure out. Then he said he started to get enthralled in it. And then he finally understood as he where that goes. Mm-hmm. Went. That's right. He and said it should go percentage wise based on how much money he, it makes. He said right? that yeah, it, it, what does it yeah. opened his mind into what yeah. they have to do to those guys who are come yeah. come later who need that. Guys, this is a great topic. We're almost out of time. I do want to get a final take in because it's really important. Yeah, go. Um, Absolutely. There's there's a guy. He said he knew you, actually, Brad. His name is Jim Mitch. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you know Jim yeah, Mitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to school with uh, My daughter went to school with him. He just passed away. Yeah, he yeah. just passed away this yeah. week. This is Good. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Jim, uh, he was born in – he was going to be 60 this year. Uh, he's a guy yeah. – I don't know him personally, but we exchanged a lot of messages on Twitter. And last month – I did this contest where I remember I brought the Baker Mayfield jersey in and then I tweeted out. I said, hey, whoever sends me the best message about why I should send you the Baker jersey, I will send it your way. And Jim sent me this great message about the Baker jersey. And so I sent him the Baker jersey and we were communicating via direct message. And just a week ago, Mm -hmm. I had sent him a message and I said, hey, Jim, I just wanted to make sure you got the jersey. And he responded and he said, thank you so much. It's awesome. I gave it to my wife and blah, blah, blah. He told me this whole thing. He seemed like such a nice guy. Nice. He guy. loved sports. He loved the yeah. Guardians, especially. Mm-hmm. He's a massive baseball fan, and I don't know how what he died from, but he died unexpectedly at the age of fifty-nine. I I tweeted his obituary earlier. But I, I feel so bad. I, condolences to his family. I know he's a married. He was a married man. Such sad news. I just talked to him a yeah, week and ago, and you talked about him on the show. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he was. Kind of, he made some jokes about his wife. Right, about you wanted about, to give her the gag. She gift. was a bag, she was a big Baker fan. Huge Baker fan, his wife, and he wanted to get this jersey for her, and he gave it to her for Christmas, and then he passed a couple. Well, of we're weeks thinking later. about his family. It's so terrible. Be- beautiful family. I mean, oh, they live in rural Ohio. Beautiful yeah. family. Um, daughters are the best. Uh, just beautiful friends with my with my oldest oldest two kids. Wow. Um, mm. I mean, it just it was just sudden. Right. Yeah. As a matter of fact, any, I think any his news? daughter from out of town was just coming in that day Ugh. and they got back home. And I think his wife called home to see where he was because he wasn't feeling well yeah. and didn't get an answer. And then I think they called the neighbor and said, is Jim's car in the driveway? And they said, yeah, Jim's car in the driveway. I said, OK, so they said when they got home, um, they found him and Jim had. Was it a heart attack? I, I'm not quite know. sure what yeah, happened. No. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But it so, is, I mean, uh, the services so, are Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, very, very check very out, long. if you're looking to, to find out more, just check out my tweet from this morning about Jim. I put his obituary in there. Uh, overtime, our family. overtime segment today. You want to tease that real quick, McNugget? Yeah, we're going to preview tonight's national championship game, TCU versus That's Georgia. Tonight. Yeah. Big yeah. game, chance like, for right, little guys to uh, overtake it. And it should be played on a Saturday. We're going to talk about how dumb it is they played on a Monday night. Okay. College football well, they're trying Saturday, to so. take advantage of that. 
primetime TV audience. All right, we're going to do overtime for the coaches tier member. If you're not a coaches tier member, join soon. We'll see you tomorrow on the Ultimate Football Sports. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.